When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Confident. Nothing personal. Word of the day. It is Tuesday, January 18th, 2022. Forgive my post-wedding voice because it's low today. I th- Do you ever have that after a big party or a big weekend? The next day, you're pretty functioning even though you're hungover. You're just, you didn't sleep. But then day two comes, sort of post. This happens when you do races, actually. The day after a race, you have so much adrenaline that you do not sleep well after a marathon or a triathlon or an Ironman or an ultra. It just, you you cannot go to bed. But then all of a sudden, the adrenaline goes away. And then you've got Coca saying, let's go. Bring the energy. And I said, I, I, I'm giving you all I got, Captain. I got nothing more. I'm on empty. E. Empty. Well, then I'll just sit here and wait for you, Samson, because we're not starting the show until you can bring the energy. All right. I think we should start right now. Ready? 10, 15, 69. Confident. Nothing personal. Word of the day. Tuesday, January 18th, 2022 is confident. I like when executives use that word. The vote of confidence, the pat on the back, the little tingly feeling that you get when your boss says, we really like what you're doing. We have great confidence in your ability to keep doing what you're doing, to keep growing, to keep getting better. Oh, sorry, I forgot to mention, you're fired. You never want the vote of confidence when you're a manager or a coach in the big leagues because it's usually followed by a lack of job security. But what I found interesting following the Cowboys' loss to the Niners the other day is that Stephen Jones is one of Jerry Jones's children. Stephen Jones is the highest-ranked non-Jerry Jones in the organization. Jerry Jones is the GM, you know this. He's the owner, you know this, and I love Jerry for that. I wish all owners would just take the title of GM because many, many play it on TV or stayed at a Holiday Inn Express or some other thing that makes them qualified to be a GM. Jerry Jones has had zero success in the past, God, it's got to be 20 years now of being a GM, but he's the owner, so he's not going to fire himself, even though we've said on this show and had a funny bit where I played the GM and the owner, Jerry Jones talking to himself back and forth about evaluating his performance. How would you evaluate coach Mike McCarthy. So Jerry Jones, the owner, said how disappointed he was about the playoff loss. Jerry Jones, the GM, has not spoken yet. Stephen Jones went on radio and said a couple things, just a couple funny things. He was asked in an interview about Mike McCarthy 
and whether he will continue to be the head coach in 2022. And he said, absolutely, very confident. So, absolute and confident. Those words don't go together. If something is absolute, it's a certainty, it's a truth. It's absolute. The sun will rise tomorrow. Two plus two is four. Those are absolute concepts. Stephen Jones is in a position to deliver absolute comments because he's got a direct line to the owner. So after the game, the owner sat down with his son and said, you know, this is now going to be 27 years since we won a Super Bowl. And there's 32 teams, so we're still good. Because you're supposed to win one every 32 years. So that's okay. Winning the Super Bowl, we're on schedule. Playoff wins is another story. Dad, we've won four games. That's it. Four playoff games since 1995. That's four playoff games in 27 years. That's probably not great. Son, I don't know why you're talking to me about that. I'm just as angry as you are. Why don't you talk to our GM and figure out what's going on? Great idea, Dad. Hey, Jerry, we'd like to have a talk with you about this Cowboys situation. Where do you see this team next year? Do you see McCarthy coaching? Well, Stephen and Jerry, I believe that he's the right man for the job. And we have complete confidence in his ability to go forward. I am confident that we're not going to fire him. But again, it's up to the owner. Well, wait a minute, Jerry. Can we talk to the owner? Yes, we can. Hello, gentlemen. What can I do for you? Well, we're trying to figure out what to say about McCarthy because there's a lot of mixed messages. You're saying he's coming back. I'm saying I'm confident. If it's absolute, I don't want to say I'm confident. I want to say, yes, Mike McCarthy is our coach. What would you like me to say, owner Jerry? Well, GM Jerry, I'd like you to say that you are only confident because as owner, I reserve the right to wake up tomorrow less confident than I am today. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Do you know why Stephen Jones has to say, I did this many times in my career, and it's not a slight of Jeffrey Laurier, quite the opposite. He is an owner who is like other owners. When you are the president of a team, you can't say anything with the word absolute because you're subject to the owner waking up on the wrong side of the pillow and changing whatever mind he had made and making a change at coach, realizing that I've got to blame somebody, I can't blame myself. And then I would look like an idiot, like, oh, you don't speak to your owner? So I would speak in this is what we would do with players. Have I given you this line, Coca? Hold on, slight detour. When you, it's sort of not even a detour because when you are running a team for someone, you don't own the team. You don't really have final decision in every way because there are certain instances where the owner will say, do this, do this, do this, do this. So will you trade Miguel Cabrera? <laughs> Hold on, bad example. Yes, I would. Okay, wrong example. Will you trade Giancarlo Stanton? Well, everybody is eligible to be traded, but some players are less likely than others. That's how we would answer. And the reason we'd answer that is because there's no way to say, no, we've never traded that person because we know the owner and we know ourselves. Something could happen the next day. 
And then you get revisited by people in the media, which is even worse now because everyone's in the media. And that's not a slight toward me and Coca. I'm not talking about us while we are there too. And then you trade him and you have to go back and say, oh, I was just kidding. I lied. And if you don't lie, you're not trying. No, we didn't lie. I didn't lie, Coca. I just spoke in generalities in ways that I always knew that I could cover when the time came. So Stephen Jones had to say, yeah, absolutely. I'm confident. (laughs) It's like a walk back. It's like what Antonio Brown did on his Tom Brady comments. He called out his quarterback, Tom Brady, his old quarterback, saying, oh, this is one more detour, Coca, sorry. Stay with me. He called out his quarterback after he got released and all that stuff with the Bucs. He said, Tom Brady's all about Tom Brady. He had some such quote or something like that. And then realized, oh, maybe I shouldn't say that about the one guy who's not just the greatest of all time, not just the leader of the team, but the one guy who could have me completely canceled within the sport of football. He can make it so I never play again. Why would I want to poke that bear? Because Tom Brady, folks, has a poke problem. I didn't say a coke problem. He has a poke problem. He doesn't like to be poked because when he's poked, he wakes up and gnarls his terrible teeth and scratches his terrible claws. So he walked it back. So Stephen Jones doesn't want to walk it back. He just says, hey, I'm confident. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Good night, everybody. Confident. Word of the day. MLB lockout update for January 18th, 2022. All right, Coca. You know what I want? <laughs> I want to talk to Samson. So you want to talk to Samson. Hello, David. Can I have an MLB lockout update? Yes, you can. Do, 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 do. <laughs> All right. What's the next topic? Coca. What do we got? You know what I want. <laughs> I want to talk to Samson. Hello, David. I need a Kyrie Irving update. Now that Durant is injured and out for six weeks, should the Nets front office work with Kyrie or even state officials to get him to play home games? Thank you for getting on Twitter at David P. Sampson, for asking me questions in my DMs, which are open to the P-U-B, add that L before the I-C. Otherwise, you get pubic. That is a very important L. Do not ask my pubic. My DMs are not pubic, they're public. Kyrie Irving, do you know who that is? That's the guy who's not vaccinated in the NBA. He was told that he's the most famous person in the world not to be vaccinated. Not sure he's more famous than Jokovic. That is a poll question. Who is more famous, Kyrie Irving or Jokovic? Coca, what is your vote? If we did that poll, who is the most famous anti-vaxxer? Although I would argue neither of them are anti-vaxxers, so let's put it a better way. Who is the most famous person not to be vaccinated? 
would you vote A, Irving, B, Jokovic, or C, none of the above? What's your call on that, Coca? Are you there? He's thinking. I can't hear you when you think. You have to actually talk in my ear or else I don't know what you're saying. I can't like telepathically think what you're saying. This is so Coca. He's saying, delay, delay. Are you talking globally or just the United States? <laughs> globally, obviously. Nothing is just the United States. I think Jokovic by far is more famous than Kyrie Irving, by the way. By far. Jokovic is arguably the greatest tennis player of all time, certainly on Mount Rushmore. And Kyrie Irving is Kyrie Irving. I think he's in the top 75 all time in basketball, actually, which was voted on by people who are not vaccinated. Okay, so what happened here? He couldn't play home games because New York has a mandate in place that if you're going into a building in New York City, Brooklyn's New York City, isn't that interesting? New York City con is, consists of five boroughs. Manhattan is a borough in New York City. And he's not vaccinated, can't go. Doesn't matter if you're a player or a fan. The only exception is if you're a visiting player. That's the exception. So Kyrie was not playing home games. The Nets suspended him and said, you're not playing any games until you can play all the games. Then the Nets said a couple weeks ago, we change our mind, come play the road games, we love you. So Kyrie started playing road games. Now Durant is injured. He did something to his something and he's out four to six weeks. What did Durant do? Was it knee? Did he tweak the knee? Something, right? A little ACL, MCL sprain. We would always say, yeah, MLC, ML, <laughs> stop, six, nine. We would always say MCL sprain. If it's a pitcher with an arm, you're gonna say eight to 12 weeks. Sometimes we'd say six to eight weeks. We, don't, we never wanna say like one to two months. Months just sounds worse to your fans when someone's out. So Durant is out four to six weeks. That's funny. It's like when you have a child. How old's your child? Oh, 19 months. What does that mean? He's a year and seven months. Just say he's almost two. But when you're a kid, and you're a parent of a kid who's below two, you give it in months. But apparently once you hit two, you give it in years. How old is your kid? 29 months. I think people can't count that high. That's the problem. Because you never say, oh, my kid's 29 months. You say, oh, my kid's two and a half. But no one says one and a half. Oh, my kid's 18 months. So just do that with injuries. How long are you out? Four to six weeks. Oh, that's not long. How long are you out? One to two months. Whoa, that's a major injury. It's so crazy. Manipulation through language makes me smile. It's happening to you every day. You, slight detour, sorry, Coca. I'm in a detour kind of mood. I'm in a New York state of mind. Subliminal advertising. When you're at a movie theater and you're watching the, the pre-movie, if you remember, when you go to a movie theater, you sit down and then there's commercials and then there's previews. Subliminal advertising is when you don't realize it, but they're making you thirsty and they're making you want to get popcorn and candy because it's so high margin and you pay seven bucks for a vat of popped kernels and butter that sticks to your arteries that have to be clogged out with a stent. At best, maybe a vacuum cleaner. 
So subliminal advertising is happening all over your world. And you'll say, I don't recognize that. And I'll say, that's why it's working. So it's taken the next step with Alexa and with Facebook and Instagram where the ads are, they're listening to you. You talk about something and all of a sudden you have an ad for it. So that's not subliminal advertising. That's actual we're in your brain and there's a better chance that you are gonna buy from this company because you said you need a new pair of shoes and then you get a shoe ad on your phone than if you got an ad to travel to the Beijing Olympics. Well, I can't go to the Beijing Olympics. Oh, one more detour. Do you know who's going to the Beijing Olympics? Raise your hand, raise it, raise it. Are you, raise, are you on Nothing Personal with David Samson right now? I am not raising my hand. Get down. You have to be a special guest of the Beijing communist regime if you are going to the Beijing Olympics. First, it was gonna be no spectators. Then they said, ah, we're gonna be good. Then they said, wait a minute, not good. We don't want Omicron, therefore you have to be invited. I wonder who they'd invite. What's the name of the, uh, of the tennis player, Coca? Come on. Well, we did like 10 segments about her. She disappeared and then came back. Oh, thank you, Peng Shui. She will be at the Olympics. That, should we make that a wait to see that Beijing will release a picture of Peng Shui actually watching an Olympic event to prove that she's free, clear, and GTG? That's funny. That could happen. I have no idea how to get back, Coca. I really don't. How do I get back? Why, why were we talking about, oh, four to six weeks advertising? One to two months, Durant's out. So the question is now, what do the Nets do? The Nets have a big three of Durant, Harden, and Irving. Irving only plays road games. Durant's playing no games. And Harden has one foot out the door to maybe the Philadelphia 76ers. That's it. Like, there's nothing else. So here's what they're doing in the back offices in Brooklyn. I promise you that they have spoken to state and local officials about this situation. They want to see an exemption made, not just for road players, but for players at home. And they've been denied to date, and they're gonna continue to be denied on principle alone. So the next thing is you talk to Kyrie and say, hey, any chance of a little poke in the arm, just a little tiny poke, just the tip of the needle, just this once, let's see how it feels. Any chance of that? Kyrie gave an interview and said, listen, this is, this is Kyrie yesterday. He said, I appreciate all this talk about Kevin Durant being hurt and all the concern you all have about your team, but the NBA, man, that's just what I do three hours a day. You're talking about my life, and my life is so important to me and my choice, my body. No, no, I'm talking about me, not my girlfriend or all these women out there. I'm talking about me. I have my choice in my body. Don't give me pressure to get vaccinated because you think your team isn't winning enough games. That's a bunch of horse hockey. I am true to my word. I am firm in my stance. I am not changing my mind. I am a brick and mortar person and I stand here solid as a rock, Ashford and Simpson. So the best chance you have, Claire and Joe, is to get the rule changed. Because otherwise, your team, poof, 
It's going to go up in smoke. But I'm not here to help because don't you define me as an NBA player. That's what I do, not who I am. (laughs) So you want to know if the Nets are panicked? Yeah. Are they trying to solve the Kyrie situation? Yeah. Are they doing it because Durant got hurt? No, they've been doing it the whole time. Are they doing it with a bigger sense of urgency? Yeah. When they read Kyrie Irving's comments, are they despondent beyond repair? Yeah. Are they surprised by anything Kyrie said? No. Does it change their strategy with the state officials, city officials? No. It's so good. It's so good. When we come back, we're going to review a movie that doesn't star Jeff Bridges. And then we're going to talk about something that's going on with Carlos Correa, who's a baseball free agent. We will be back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Welcome back to Nothing Personal. It's me, Margaret. Are you there? Is anyone there? It's Judy Bloom coming to you live from the Big Apple, from Manhattan, one of the boroughs. Thank you for downloading, rating, reviewing, subscribing, following, telling your friends about Nothing Personal. By the way, Coco, will you call CBS for me? We were supposed to be nominated for some sports podcast award, and... I never heard back, and then I got a alert to vote for something. We weren't even nominated. How are we being promoted on CBS? Just tell me. What are they doing so we can win some awards and give some speeches? I mean, what do you think? We're here to just entertain the audience and educate them every day? Giving it to them straight, no BS? Is this a read that you're forcing me to do promoting one of our shows in the CBS lineup for an award that we were not nominated for? Forget about it. Oh, it's what? Oh, it is Mikey's show? All right. All right, I'm going to do it. Please download and watch and enjoy Morning Combat. It is a great podcast that will give you all that you need for your MMA. 
It's also a one-time nominee for the Sports Podcast MMA of the Year Award, where you can vote online at cbs.com backslash live. No entry fee required. <sighs> Jagged. I watched a documentary yesterday on, the, on a plane. I was leaving on a jet plane, and... I did not know anything about Alanis Morissette. Is that strange? It, it is strange. I knew that there was a play on Broadway called Jagged Little Pill. I knew that she had a successful album. I, in my mind, she was the 1990s person, and that's who I picture. But I heard this documentary was good, but I heard something else about it far more interesting that made me want to watch it. Alanis Morissette is interviewed as part of this documentary about her life. She is involved in the making of this documentary. Her story is as exhilarating as it is sad, which are two words that go hand in hand with child stars, people who get fame and fortune early. But once the documentary came out, she walked it back, making it look like Antonio Brown never apologized. She has completely removed herself from her own documentary, won't do PR for it, will not comment on it, you can't ask her about it, she won't talk about it, and we don't know why. If you watch the documentary, which you should, you'll have a guess, which I do, with zero confirmation that that's the reason. But the crazy part is the reason that I think she doesn't like the documentary is because there's something in the documentary, oh my God, that she actually said. It's not hearsay, which is someone saying something to someone about the truth of something that someone else had said. He told me that he was not at the bar. If you are saying that to prove that he wasn't at the bar, that's hearsay. Do you have specific knowledge that he wasn't at the bar? Yeah, he told me he wasn't at the bar. Well, that's not good enough. Do you have video? Audio? Nothing personal with David Sampson YouTube channel? Do you have anything? Alanis Morissette said something about her life. Did she not mean to say it? Did she not realize after she said it that she could just say to the director, hey, by the way, we're not putting that in the documentary. Put that toothpaste back in the tube right now. Akshav. That means now in either Hebrew or Yiddish. I think it's Hebrew. Jagged. It's worth checking out. Now, I gave you a Jeff Bridges line because there's a great movie that stars Robert Loggia and Jeff Bridges, and I want to say Glenn Close. Coca, please do a quick search while we're talking about Carlos Correa. It's a movie called Jagged Edge. I think it's about a murder, whatever. It's not Jagged Edge, it's Jagged. Go see it. Thank you. Carlos Correa is still a free agent. Because if you listened earlier in the show to the first So You Want to Talk to Samson, there was an MLB lockout update. There is no update. I hope you get that when we do the 6.9 second update. I hope you count along with me. 
Carlos Correa is an unsigned player who expects to make $300 million. Agents charge 5%. So he's got agents who have a chance. It's not a guarantee, but a chance to make 15 large. Put that in a briefcase, Coca. 15 mil minimum. His agents are WME, which merged and is a part of a company called Endeavor. Endeavor was in the news a couple weeks ago. As a company, they said, we have an idea. Let's buy all minor league teams. Triple-A, single-A, if you're affiliated with baseball, after that crazy shakeup where the number of affiliated teams went from 160 to 120 and everyone thought the world was ending, when the major minor league baseball basically got disbanded and put under the umbrella of Major League Baseball and everyone said the world is ending. Well, the world didn't end. Shockingly, the sun will come up tomorrow. Albert Finney, Sarah Jessica Parker, tomorrow, tomorrow. So Endeavor said, we're going to buy some teams. So they made a deal to buy a score of teams and they wanted to buy two score teams, have a monopoly on minor league teams. Are all good, normal. I like the play. There's not huge economies of scale in owning multiple teams because I guess you could do a call center overseas, pay no money, and have people say, oh, would you like to buy a ticket to the Oklahoma City Dodgers? Or would you like to buy a ticket to the schnick, schnack, schnick, schnackers? Well, we're selling all those tickets. Although I don't even know if call centers are still around. Maybe everything's online. Maybe everything under the Endeavor website makes them happy, but there's really no economies of scale because the way to market a single-A team in Dubuque is different than a triple-A team in Oklahoma City. But anyway, so Endeavor's going along. They're following their business plan. Life is good. Until the Major League Baseball Players Association yesterday came out and said, excuse me, hi. I'm Tony Clark. You may think I'm busy negotiating a collective bargaining agreement, but you'd be wrong. I am far more focused on the fact that Endeavor is a player agency with certified player agents, and we have a regulation forbidding anyone, if you are an agent certified by us, to acquire hold or seek to acquire or hold either directly or indirectly any ownership or financial interest in any major league, minor league, or other professional baseball club or in any related business, firm, or venture. Unless, dot, 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 previously authorized in writing by the Major League Baseball Players Association. So the union, just as a little FYI, they represent players. They do not represent agents. Agents feel they've got power in the union through their hand up the back window of their players, telling them what to say, what to do when negotiations are happening, also they can make more money with other players than the ones who are doing the negotiating. All good, all's fair and love in negotiating. So the agents are very angry that they are subject to this limitation, among others, by the Major League Baseball Players Association. I would speak to agents, and they would complain about the union nonstop. Oh, I got a call from the union. They're pissed about this. They're making me do that. 
nah, I don't really care about them. Oh, I haven't spoken to them in six months. I mean, they're just, it's, it's always this, it's always hanging over their heads. The fact that while agents don't get represented by the union, they have to be certified by the union. And the reason why agents have to be certified by the union is because the union is protecting players and they don't want bad, unscrupulous, non-lawyers, no experience. They don't want them to be representing their players, their rank and file, because they will get completely overtaken by owners, presidents, and GMs. You're right, guys. You nailed it. The only way we've ever taken advantage of you as executives is when agents are not certified. (laughs) Anyway, so the MLBPA came out and said, we're going to decertify WME. All these agents who have Carlos Correa and all these other great players, all the great money you make, we're not going to let you represent our players anymore. You're going to be gone. What do you think the likelihood is of the Major League Baseball Players Association decertifying Carlos Correa's agent prior to Carlos Correa negotiating what will be, in his mind and everyone's mind, a huge top 10 of all time deal. I'm just asking. What would be the reason MLBPA would come out today or yesterday and threaten to do that? Just asking. What do you think that reason would be? Distraction? Trying to keep everyone on the boat? As these negotiations continue, we always thought it was hard to keep 30 owners together for a negotiation. 1,500 players keeping them together, tough. The math is a little off because it's 40 times 30, which is 1,200. You only need 601 to pass. You only need 23 owners to pass a CBA. So the real number that you're looking for is 23 and 601. But the reason MLBPA would come out today and talk about this decertification is so agents are on notice. We may not represent you, but we control you. And you will make your players behave and vote the way we want them to vote, either to approve or not approve whatever deal happens or to allocate some resources toward the younger, poorer players when we start missing paychecks. But it is a power play, make no mistake, when MLB goes after Endeavor and WME and threatens decertification. Well, I've got a wait to see for you. And it's, it's a good one. Wait to see is when we tell you something's going to happen. If it does, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But we will revisit it because we keep track. Wait to see Endeavor and WME and all agents under that umbrella will not be decertified. I didn't even deliver that well enough, Coca. 469. Wait to see Endeavor and WME and agents who work for those companies will not be decertified by the Players Association prior to the 2022 season, despite the threat and innuendo put forward on a random day in January. Not going to happen. Wait to see. I hope you didn't wait too long to put in your bet last night for the Rams three and a half over the Cardinals. 
because the Rams crushed the Cardinals. It was our nothing personal pick of the day. If you've been playing with me all year, um, let's not put it that way, Coca. Wow, there's a lot of wipes on this show. Two, four, nine. If you have been following the nothing personal pick of the day every day in 2022, you are 10 and three because that's what we are. It was another blowout game. Here come all of the discussions. Wait for it because they're going to happen. The NFL and this expanded playoffs and all these extra wild card teams. God, these games stunk. They weren't even competitive. There was, was there even one good game out of six this weekend? There may have been. I guess the Cowboys game is considered good because it ended with a quarterback draw. I guess you could say Raiders-Bengals was good because there was all that sort of stuff that went on. But I'm not sure that there were any other good games. Does that mean there are too many playoff teams? No. Does that mean that the wrong teams are in the playoffs, that nine-win teams shouldn't be in the playoffs? None of that happens. When you've got a year of bad playoff games or an MLB a year where there's a bunch of sweeps, which are very upsetting to networks because the networks want seven-game series or five. If it's a five, they just want deciding games. The ratings for the NFL, the revenue that's brought in on with advertising, the premium subscription dollars they're getting for streaming by having stuff happen in the streaming world, just FYI, none of that is impacted by the final score of the game. Just, I, 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 I can't make that clear enough to you that as a fan and in the media, there is all this outrage when there's lack of quote-unquote competitiveness. But in the commissioner's offices and in front offices around the league, it is of zero concern. Now, we're going to say, oh, yes, we want to make sure that our fans are satisfied with our product and we want competitive series, GMAB. The Cowboys were the only home team that lost this past weekend, by the way. But I am confident that Mike McCarthy will be back in 22. All right, we got a game tonight to pick. The Minnesota Twins are favored by two and a half over the New York Knickerbockers. And we should tell you that the team in Minnesota is called the Timberwolves. Two and a half over the Knicks. The Knicks are fading faster than Haley's Comet. The Knicks are less popular to bet on right now than Rand Paul is to have at a party at your house without masks. T-Wolves, two and a half over the Knickerbockers. Do you know why the Knickerbockers are the Knickerbockers? We'll do that another time because I got to get to this topic. I have to, Coca. I'm not stopping until we get to this. Okay. We, t- we touched earlier on a lot of things, but one of the th- subjects we mentioned was that James Harden may be going to the Sixers. There's been a lot of rumors about the Nets trading James Harden, and you know the Sixers have Ben Simmons. The Sixers have Ben Simmons, who's not playing for them. We did a segment, I think, last week about him, saying that uh, he's still not playing and he's not going to even get traded by February 10th, which is the trade deadline in the NBA. So when I've got a situation as a GM like this, I'm Daryl Morey, I am communicating with my star player, who is Joel Embiid, an MVP candidate, one of the top eight players in the NBA. Coca thinks top five, whatever, doesn't matter. I'm talking to him and talking about what we're doing with Ben. I'm letting him know what's happening. 
because I think that is showing respect to your star player, and I want to be respected back. Joel Embiid met the media and said quite a few things that made me very upset. He talked about how well the Sixers are doing, and he said, quote, we're missing guys here and there that could really help us, but there's really no urgency to change anything. I think we got everything we need. We're going to keep on going, and I'm happy. Well, listen, Pharrell, I appreciate that you're happy. I really do. But could you keep it to yourself? I'm trying to trade Ben Simmons. I'm trying to maximize the value for Ben Simmons. And I've got a player telling the entire league that Ben Simmons is not a difference maker on a winning team. Daryl Morey goes to the clubhouse. He says, listen, Joel, I need a quick favor. I need you to talk up Ben Simmons. I need you to say, man, we're good now. But with Ben playing, we're unstoppable. No one's going to want to meet us in a seven-game series when we are firing on all cylinders. Because we want other teams to want to trade for him and to give us what we perceive as value that the entire market perceives as overvalue. So, Joel, could you not meet the media and talk about Ben unless you're going to compliment him? We did that to our players a lot. We, we wanted our players to be looked at nationally and internationally and locally and, and with other teams. We wanted everyone to think that our players were great. Oh, yeah, we're not playing him because we just uh, – he was tired. Oh, yeah, he had, he had a bad start because, you know, he got a neck tattoo. Whatever the case is, he was up too late. But he's good. Oh, that prospect in double A, he, he may be ranked number 40 on your list, but he is a top five prospect for us. It's, you have no idea the level of horse hockey that is spewed at you about prospects, about players, all in the name of competitive advantage. It's not that we're using fans. It's that we know executives are listening. And we know that if it even works one time where we tell you to overvalue a player who we know we want to get rid of because that player stinks or is a problem, is a problem in the clubhouse, a problem on the field. If it works one time that we're able to get more value for that player because of something we said to build them up, then we've done the right thing. Now, you could be concerned it's like the boy who cried wolf, but it's not because we do say it about everybody. No, we don't. We only say it about the guys that we want to move. The compliments that we give to players mean, look out, you may want to pack your bag. Confident was the nothing personal word of the day today. It has really leaked the entire show. I've enjoyed that tremendously. All right, I got to tell you a little bit more about what's going on with the Sixers. Forget the fact that their owner is trying to buy a bunch of other teams and doing a bunch of other stuff and partnering with Dwayne Wade. Who cares about any of that? They've got to figure out what do we do with the Simmons situation? Do we want to try to move him by the deadline? Is there really a chance that my dream can come true 
I'm Daryl Morey saying this, and that James Harden will be a 76er? And if so, how do we get him to the Sixers so we can get as much of his prime as possible, knowing that he has a player option for $47 million next year and then a four-year, $220 million contract after that? The guy's got five years ahead of him making like 50 million bucks a year. And guess what? He's not the MVP caliber player that he used to be. Now you could say put him on a bad team, make him the only shooter, let him shoot 30 times a day, a game, and then bing, bang, boom, he's back to being an MVP. Or you could say we're going to be holding the bag here going forward, bringing in James Harden, but it's going to feel really good right now. That push and pull is how Major League Baseball executives decide how many years to go out with a player. Yeah, I'll give you the two extra years. I know you're going to be bad, but right now you're good, and we need you now. We are a built-to-win-now team. You heard last night the announcers for the Rams-Cardinals game before the game saying the Rams were built to win now with Odell Beckham and whatever, Stafford, the quarterback, and whoever else they have. Now's the time. If you interview 32 NFL GMs, or NBA GMs, or 30 baseball GMs. There will be a 5% number who will say, now's not our time. Those are the tank ones. The rest of the people all say, this is our time. We're going right now. The number of teams who in their mind go all in is way more than the number of teams who go all out. That is indisputable evidence. The Sixers have this long-term plan to do a sign and trade or a trade and sign or a complicated financial deal for Harden after the deadline. Simmons would have to be part of that to make it work from a cap standpoint. There's no way if Daryl Morey thinks that he has a chance at Harden in the offseason who has not indicated that he wants to stay with the Nets. There is no way that he will move Simmons before being able to fully flush out whether he can do a Simmons-Harden exchange. So all the rumors and stuff that you're reading about where Simmons could go, none of it's going to happen until the number one choice of the Sixers has been fully vetted, fully baked, and that's not yet. In the meantime, stop talking down about Ben Simmons continue to win games, make the playoffs. Now, notwithstanding the fact that the Sixers got their butts kicked by the Wizards last night, just keep going, keep doing what you're doing, and let us do our jobs. We would go down to the clubhouse, and we'd say thank you for your efforts, but remember, it's just business. This is nothing personal. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.